Welcome back to the Fear and Beer Podcast, where we discuss all things Halloween Horror Nights, horror movies, and just a little bit of beer. So kill the lights, grab a cold one, and join us as we dive into this mad world we love. I'm Nick. I'm Seamus. And I'm Jamie. Like scary movies. Uh-huh. Here's Johnny. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. You miss me. Aren't you drinking? I never drink. Why? As a reminder to all listening, if you want to help us to continue growing as a podcast, don't forget to leave us a five-star review on whichever streaming platform you use. To stay up to date with us and all of our episodes, be sure to follow all of our socials. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Fear and Beer Pod. Feel free to reach out to us. We love to interact with you all. Well, here we are, middle of October, and questioning every single life decision we've had. It is coming to an end, sadly. But sometimes there's there's some solace in that fact because, well, maybe in November you can actually catch up on some of the sleep that we've been completely avoiding. Today, we are going to be taking a look at houses, and we're going to check in on that hype versus reality. We're going to revisit our hype lists from previous previously, and we're going to kind of see where those stack up nowadays. We're not going to do a final rankings. Uh, we're just going to kind of comment on... If it's moved up, if it's moved down, did it live up to the hype? Did it reach our expectations? That's what we're going to kind of be discussing today. Also, just wanted to thank everybody that came out for Trivia Night. That was a big, big fun event. We had a lot of people show out and support. We got a lot of cool little prizes out there. We will be doing this again at some point, I'm sure, down the road. Uh, Hopefully, we can get everybody involved, get some more people involved, make another big spectacle out of it, and we will make some of the questions easier because we heard the groans and the silence on some of those ridiculous questions. We will definitely make adjustments, but overall I think it was very successful. People had a lot of fun. I had a blast. Um, It's something that I've never done before. So I just, I I took enjoyment in doing that. Uh, So I just wanted to quickly say thank you to everyone that came out to that. Uh, Shout out to the people that got there at six 45, like, an hour and a half before we started that was like all right people are listening that's cool so thank you for that that was really cool uh jamie did you have anything about trivia you wanted to mention at all before we kind of jump into these houses yeah i know you pretty much covered it all but i just wanted to say thank you again to everyone that showed up i was really like you said we had people show up at like 6 45 and i was like okay pretty cool that like that's fun and then like it started getting a little bit closer to it and i was like all right, well, that was it so far. And then I ended up filling up pretty much the whole space that we had. So it was super awesome. Thank you guys so much for coming out. It was a really good time. And I promise next time I'm going to make some questions and I won't make them as hard as Nick did with all of his questions. But they were good ones, at least. Hey, one of the hardest ones was the one that you made me do was the dead silence question. That was like the hardest one. Everyone was very close on that one, though. I'll give them that. (laughs) Yeah, because I gave them the clue. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well... I don't have a beer. Um, what I have in front of me, uh, like I was mentioning how tired and my poor decisions, um, I have a apple juice that I got with my <laughs> kid's meal from McDonald's that I stopped at, at after lunch or after work. Uh, sorry, I'm like delusional. I went from work to horror nights, closed it out right back to work in the morning on like four hours of sleep. And I'm back to recording this now. And then I'm probably not going to go to sleep. I'm probably going to watch Five Nights at Freddy's or I'm going to watch Loki or I don't think I'm going to make it out to Horror Nights tonight, but I don't see sleep coming in anytime soon. 
Ah, so I'm gonna crack open this apple juice and <laughs> I don't know what's going on in my life. Oh boy, let's just start this fucking thing. I will give off our number ten. Let's start with our number ten house, um, and I'll kind of go around the horn as to if it's still in that same spot, if it's moved up or not. Um, for me, my number ten was The Exorcist. And uh, if you've listened to our Scare Zone one, obviously there's only five options. Uh, me and Seamus' ho- uh, lists were identical, I think it was. Um, but with the houses, it's nice because we have a little bit more of a varying degree. So for my number 10, I had The Exorcist. So I, And I will just stay say right out of the gate that this one... The, the reality is that my hype was way too low. It blew all my expectations out of the water. And it's funny, too, that uh, this is the first one I get to comment on because I I ran through last night and I think it might have been the first time I had gone through since the movie has been released. And I do think that they added some stuff in that front, that first room. It looks like there was new signs and some new like food stands. And I'm curious if that, because I haven't seen the movie yet, I'm curious if those tied directly into the movie and they kind of threw something together quickly to, to have some sort of relevancy or, or similarness to the movie. But yeah, this is definitely not at number 10 on my final rankings. This is everything that I based my decision off of at that point was valid. Right. It was a movie that was not out before yet. It was a house that it hasn't been done before, but we have seen The Exorcist before and that house became a little redundant. So it rightfully so was towards the bottom. But yeah, no, they they knocked it out of the park with this house. I really enjoy it. I don't know exactly where it at. It's probably somewhere in the middle to upper middle at this point, if I had to guess. But that's sort of where Exorcist is kind of standing for me. So, yep, I was wrong. Hands up. I was wrong. Um, Seamus, at your number 10 spot, you had Dueling Dragons Choose Thy Fate. Well, it couldn't have moved down, so did it move at all? Do you want to take a guess? Uh, I, I no? got a pretty good I got a pretty good guess. I was uh, I was muted for a second well, there, but I got it, a pretty good guess. It's not going to surprise anybody, but no, it didn't move. It stayed right where it was. Um, I'll give it this much. I don't think that it I don't think it would have gone down had I had it higher um, because I think they did a pretty good job with it. It's just, again, not for me, not my thing. Uh, I think that it's lacking what haunted houses should really have. And that's actual like scares and scary elements to it. And this doesn't have it, but you know, yeah, I mean, as far as hype versus final ranking, it'll, it'll, it'll be right where it is. I don't think it'll move. Um, I think my hype was right, right, right where it was going to be um, at the end of the season because I wasn't expecting much. I didn't get anything I wasn't expecting. So, um, so yeah, no, it didn't move. This is this is going to stay at ten. Now, do you think that's also obviously it's staying at ten? It's weird because I feel like in more years there's more houses that do uh, disappoint, I guess, so to speak. And I don't really feel like there's a lot of, none of them disappointed to the with. point. Yeah, none of them disappointed to the point where I would consider dragons above it. Yeah, and, and look, I, and, and people that are listening, I know that I'm kind of like the, the ghost of the podcast. You don't see me very often, but uh, I'm not doing this for a meme. Like I'm truly telling you how I feel. Like I just this isn't it isn't my. Th- I knew it wasn't going to be my thing when I when it was announced, mm-hmm. and 
it's just it didn't do anything to like change that perspective from my end so yeah no i mean unfortunately the other nine are just are better than it it's just it's it's the best way i can put it i really don't have i mean look for someone who like is into that fantasy stuff and remembers the ride and remembers the queue and kind of gets that that nostalgia from it like i totally understand why you like it I don't have any of that. I never rode the ride, never got to go experience the queue. And never was, I, we never, we never went to universal when we came to Florida. So I never got to do it. Um, so I don't have that. And I just, I, I felt like it lacked in every aspect. I will say one thing. It was pretty fun going through it with my middle child, my son. And the literally the, the two of us were the only people in line that went one way at the end of it. And we got Merlin. So that was a pretty cool experience because nobody followed us. Like no one in front of us, no one behind us. I literally stopped and like celebrated with Merlin for like 15 <laughs> seconds because there was nobody there. You might as well, right? Make we this surpri- day. Like we surprised the – we scared the, the the monitor girl on that side because she didn't she didn't think anybody was coming through. So we come around the corner and she jumped. I'm like, oh, we're doing better oh, than the scare actors are in this house. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean other than that, there's really no memorable moments from it for me. And it's funny because I've done this house like I think – it's, I think it's my second or third most done house, yeah, which is yeah. so fucking like, it just, weird. It, it, it just had to be. It has to yeah, be that way. Be, but I don't know. I, mean, I won't yeah. dwell on it any longer. I'll let Jamie explain why I'm wrong, and um, <laughs> we'll go from there. Well, I don't think Jamie's going to talk about it quite yet. So, no, Jamie, I don't, I don't at think so. Your, at your 10 spot, you had The Last of Us. So where does it stand for you as of now? The Last of Us is also going to stay in that last spot, unfortunately. I just, I kind of how Seamus feels about dragons. I wasn't as excited for this. Um, I just really knew it wasn't going to be my thing either. Like I had mentioned before in the other episodes that we did when we were talking about the speculations and stuff and when it got announced. I've never played the game. I've only watched Nick play some of it. Um, I never watched any of the show. Only a couple episodes. I know it's different. But the only, I just... I'm so stubborn in the sense that when we went through this house on opening night and just the such bad like off like wait times and just like every night this house is just so just long and the first night that we did it don't get me wrong it was it was cool for what it was but I just really wasn't that into it and I haven't had the desire to go back and wait another hour and a half to do a house that I really am not that interested in and it's kind of unfortunate because I feel like it could be pretty cool and I know it's really cool for people who do like it and are fans of the game and stuff like that I've heard really good things about it but it's just really not my thing it didn't really interest me that much it wasn't very memorable I just kind of had a bad taste in my mouth from opening night with waiting so long in line it honestly just I thought I was going crazy and I just feel like the queue itself is really really long and it gets really stagnant and it's just tough for me and especially being in the back of the park and then having to do that walk, especially so late at night when sometimes that's the only time that you could get in the house when you're like me and you don't have a lot of extra money to spend on express to have the access to go through this house more then maybe I would appreciate a little bit more, but it's going to stay at my bottom of my list. Unfortunately, it's that weird debate where it's like, do you prefer a year like this where there is a, unquestionably popular IP that you're not a big fan of. Do you prefer that? So that way, like you don't feel like you need to go wait that hour and a half, two years, or would you rather have a year where it's like all the IPs are for you? Like what what would you rather do? I wouldn't even put it that way. 
And I know you're asking Jamie, sorry, I don't mean, I don't mean to cut talk over you, Jamie, but no, it's okay. I uh, was going to say, I feel like it's kind of tough for that kind of situation though, because IPs are some of my favorite things that they have at Horror Nights. They've had some of my favorite films there and stuff like that. But for example, at 29, when we had House of Thousand Corpses, I feel like that year was so stacked for me. It was just a really good year. And I'm pretty sure I only got to do that house once or twice because there was so many other houses that I was just so excited about doing as well, even though that was a big thing for me. And and unfortunately, that line was fairly long throughout the event, too. So I didn't get to run it as much as I would have liked to have. But I kind of like this year not having to worry about doing The Last of Us as much, kind of knowing that's going to be that busy house. It'll kind of be sending people back there. So I, I, I kind of see what you're saying. I'm kind of 50-50 on it, I would say. Yeah, like I, I'd love to have like all my dream IPs. But having that like one house that I know at least two hours worth of people are going to be at, knowing that I don't really have to deal with that because I don't feel the pressure internally to go say, I need to go see the last of us right now. Exactly. Um, it's kind of fun, but so let's get into my number nine. So my number nine is dueling dragons. I would say that it has gone up slightly. Um, I had it at nine. I'm, we don't have to reiterate everything that Seamus said because it's pretty much the same same for me where I've I've done it a good amount of time still. I think it's right in the middle of my total runs and whatnot. But again, not a big fantasy guy, but I do really like the elements that they sort of created in this house because it's the first time that I've seen a lot of these special effects that they're doing. The weird like ice and fire sounds linked up to the lighting that's running through the the walkways. I do like that sense of they really do portray it as you're in the middle of this battle and you do get that from the senses. Uh, for me, what hurt it is just like the characters and then the, the dragons being sort of an anticlimactic uh, promise. Um, I do like the choose thy fate. I do wish that those were maybe a little bit closer into the house that way it's it felt a little bit more earned because it is if you go ice side i think it's uh a little bit longer you get like maybe a, a room and a half uh, and then the fire side is pretty much just kind of one room so the ice is a little bit longer but i just I, it's still middle to bottom for me if i had to place it somewhere right now but yeah it's it's fine it's definitely not my favorite house um but again, this is a, a year of a lot of stuff that I've I have fallen in love with. So it's it's tough to crack into that top five, but it's definitely not at number nine compared to the other stuff that I have on the list. I don't think it might be at eight or something like that if I had to if I had to nail spot down. But so let's move to Seamus. So Seamus, your number nine is Chucky Ultimate Kill Count from preseason. Where is that for you currently? So this is one of the ones that I've only done once. Um, this one in The Last of Us. And I think from the one time I did it, it's definitely better than the hype I was giving it. I think it's better than that. I don't know how far it would jump. Because, again, I really ha I don't have a whole lot to compare it against because I've only done it the one time. Um, which is kind of unfortunate. I mean, you were just talking about how Last of Us is consistently been what 120 130 minute waits everything every every night um yeah, so it's kind of hard like it, it sucks because like i want to do it again but i'm also too old to stand in line for two hours 
to do a house. That's the other thing. It's like it's not it, worth that time. Ten years devotion. ago, I would have been like, "Yeah, let's go, let's go all night, fuck yeah!" But like tonight, like now, like being mid thirties, like I don't, my back doesn't agree with that anymore. My ankles don't agree with that anymore. My heels don't like that anymore. Um, so it sucks. So I would love to say this this house has gone up, and it has. I'd say maybe one or two spots, but not not by much and i really do think it's a decent house i think it's a lot better than what people were giving it credit for i think it's a lot better than what people were hyping it to be um i think they were smart with the way they did it it wasn't like it's not hokey it doesn't feel hokey and it's and it's generally pretty scary for what it is um but yeah i'm not gonna say that it's it's jumped up all the way to the top of my list or near the top of my list it's still bottom five unfortunately yeah i don't agree with that yeah, and I, I don't think I don't think it's really so much the house's fault. I just think it's one I haven't waited in line for it more than the one time. Maybe, maybe it's been two times. Maybe I've done it twice. I don't remember, but I'm pretty sure I've only done it once. Yeah. But yeah, so, I don't know. Yeah. So uh, Jamie, going over to you now at your number spot, your nine spot. So at nine, you had dueling dragons choose thy fate. Now you were the on this show, the <laughs> carrying the torch, kind of defending it, but it still slipped towards the bottom. So where is that now for you? I know. I feel. I, I feel really bad. I feel like I I betrayed all my my dragon friends. Um, <sighs> I really don't want to say it, but I I don't want to say this. Dragons is at number nine for me, but I do still feel like it's pretty low on my list, only in the sense that I feel like there's other houses that have kind of just pushed it down to that spot that I've enjoyed doing more, that I've had more runs through. I think The Last of Us, since I've only done it once, I think Dragons is the house that I've done maybe the second least amount, if I'm not mistaken, probably maybe that and Chucky. But One thing I do have to say after doing, I know you kind of mentioned it before, after doing our Unmasking the Horror Tour, just seeing all the details in this house that I wish they were able to, I don't want to say bring to life more, maybe just show more through the house because it is a little bit dark, like in the enchanted like fairy forest and some of the different rooms and stuff like that. All the detail and different like little things that they put in there are just so cool and it really made me appreciate it more, especially with our tour guide, how she was telling us the aspects like of the ride that they incorporated in the house to match the queue and all that kind of stuff and how the endings for Choose Thy Fate, like you were saying, Nick, how the ice side is a little bit longer and then the fire side's a little bit shorter, which is exactly how the ride was too. The ice side was a little bit longer, more loops, and I think the fire side was faster and something else. But I really like that aspect of it. I like the split sides at the end where you can choose and stuff like that. But Kind of not to keep going along with what you guys said too, but it's kind of the same thing, honestly. I mean, the mystical, magical kind of enchantment stuff's just not really my thing. So that's kind of really what's drawn me away from this in that sense that there are other houses that I enjoy seeing more in multiple times. So I wouldn't say it's at number nine still, but maybe, maybe at number eight. Moving on up, just like Jason's. <laughs> I, I will agree. I mean, I'll back Jay, Jamie up on. And I don't hate it. Do, I really don't hate it. No, it's just no. Not I mean, my no, thing. I mean, it, you were definitely like Nick said. You're definitely the. You're the one that's gone to bat for it. Right. This whole like lead up to the season. So don't take t- take it for what it is. She definitely is the bigger fan of it. But I agree with you. I do think that the tour helped a little. Mm-hmm. At least, especially for me, I think I appreciate it a little bit more because of that. Um, 
partially because our tour guide was so enthusiastic about it and I feed off enthusiasm because <laughs> um, I have none of my own. But, and you just stew together and we brew on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and the thing is, is like, yeah, usually happens. There's always one or two houses that I'm not super hype on that the tour kind of opens up my eyes a little bit and kind of be like, all right, I can appreciate the work. And it's one of those ones. It's like Monsters last year. I dove, I definitely appreciate the work that went into it. Um, but at the end of the day, I agree with you, both of you, that it just it just doesn't do it for me when it comes to like lights on, like quote unquote lights on, you know, curtain up. Mm-hmm. So unfortunately, yeah, yeah. Um, so jumping up to me, my number eight going into the season was Chucky Ultimate Kill Count. I would say that it has probably gone down a little bit. I know there's not much space for it to go down but i i just do think it has i have done it a decent amount of times but again this one weirdly has uh one of the higher weights and it's funny that it does that because when you look at houses and their reputation like blood moon since day one and darkest deal for that matter since day one have had that reputation of like wow this is like a really good house this is amazing blah 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 and chucky kind of from day one it had that reputation of wow it's sort of a letdown Yet the wait times never truly reflected that opinion within the community. Now, I think the community is mostly, you know, our, our community, our HHN community is not the HHN general community as a whole. I think that general community is still very pressed towards IPs and it takes a little bit longer for them to finally realize, you know, how good those originals are. They come down for maybe once a visit if they're just kind of a casual and they're going to gravitate towards those IPs, rightfully so. That's kind of what gets people in the doors. But it is funny that those the, the correlation never fully fulfill, fulfilled there. And Chucky is still just cranking out hour to 100-minute yeah, wait. I think, I think you answered your own question. I think we, we judge a lot of what we see based on what our community says. Um, and I don't want to make it sound like we're not inclusive. It's just that the community that we kind of hang out in and we speak to in a lot of ways is not the general general uh, event goer. I think a lot of people, like you said, come down for specifically the things that they see on TV or in the movie theater, and they go, this is what I'm here for. And they probably enjoy it. And that's why that line is, line is always so long, is because I think that and Last of Us are really what's pulling... You know the general crowds in, and I think I think some people are letting the lines color their opinion a little bit. Uh, and I'm not saying like Jamie, I'm not saying like you said that about Last of Us necessarily, but I think a lot of people do. Generally, you know, they hate that they have to wait an hour for it, and it's not that good. It's not worth waiting an hour, so that must mean that it's bad. And I think that's where you have to kind of be careful. Like you can't let extraneous things around you or, or environmental things around you color your opinion on something. Um, and unfortunately that's what's happening with, with at least maybe Chucky potentially last of us. But yeah, I think you answered kind of your own question there. Yeah. So it's, it's a fun house. It really is. It's definitely more of a fun house for me. I think that a lot of the stuff in there, it's tough to do. We talked about the, the aspects that they'd have to overcome with it being a Chucky doll and how is it, how are we going to work with it? Uh, I think they did some really fun stuff in the house. I like a lot of the the static uh, figures that they've created that weird like doll that has all the body parts sticking out of it's really cool but it does feel a little just like mix matchy thrown together you know there's like a tiny little christmas scene and then you go into it's very best hits sort of 
you go into yeah. the little pub scene and it's just kind of it gets a little lost in translation they had a cool idea and sort of like we talked about last year with monsters like the story is so in depth it's hard to actually tell that story with a house and it kind of that's what will happen here i think would have they would have been better off sticking to one story instead of trying to pull from various movies and and the and the tv show they probably should have just stuck with the tv show um because it's the most relevant thing and they could have maybe followed a, a not a simpler story, but at least pulled more from the TV show and left it at that. But, you know, that would yeah, be my it, opinion. Yeah, I say it's a very layered story because not only did they take scenes from various stuff, but it's supposed to be a house and Chucky doesn't like the house. So he's he it's just it's a very layered thing that I think the you know, the complexity of it just got lost in translation. So I would say it moved down a little bit from that eight spot for me. So shame is that your eight spot was the exorcist believer. Now. I believe, but I'm done. God, I hate myself. Um, that maybe this has been adjusted in one way or the other, and I think it's going to go oh, yeah. way. Yep. Um, it's definitely gone up. It's gone way up, actually. I think just like you said, like I didn't have it as low on my hype list, partially because of my feelings towards Chucky and my feelings towards dragons. Um, so it was kind of gonna. It was gonna start in that bottom five somewhere. But I think the first time I did this, even with like the opening night jitters they had to get through, it immediately just clicked with me. Like I, I, I walked through this. I'm like, this is exactly this is, as the kids say, this is my shit. Like this, this is exactly what I'm here for. Uh, uh-huh, it's scary. This my shit. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it's scary. It's gory. It's in your face. It's messed up. Um, all in the all in the best best of ways. And I, I have to say, I really think this may have shot up pretty damn high. I, I'm not ready to say it's one, two, three or yet, but I'm pretty sure this is going to end up in my top three final rankings. Uh, that's how much I enjoy this house. And it's kind of crazy because I've heard really bad things about the movie and I haven't seen it yet. Um, but the house, they do a phenomenal job with like it. It's cohesive. It's telling you a story maybe it benefits from having the backing of a movie that's being that's been released so they had to kind of follow a sticks a, 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 they had to follow a script um or a pretty strict skip script but you know either way it, it turned out to be really great i think the effects in this house are phenomenal i think some of the stuff that the scare actors can do in this house is phenomenal this may be the house that ends up getting house of the year i really truly think that this could end up being house of the year um this and another one but i think yeah i mean this is like you said about the hump like we keep going back to monsters but in it comparing it to monsters last year like monsters was so good because of the uh scare actors i may not have liked it but the scare actors went full bore every night and i feel like with the scare actors in this house um they're definitely going hard with it and they're doing it the right way and they're making it worth the time waiting to go through it so yeah i it's definitely gone up i don't know how far yet but it's definitely gone up my list and that's a crazy thing too is that this one again with the reputation of it the wait times haven't necessarily been indicative of how well this house has been so it is always fun that like it, it kind of sits at that 35 50 hour or not 50 hours jesus 50 minute mark at that point so it's it is worth a lot more than that. I think. I think there's more value there. Yeah, we've never waited ent- entirely 
like we've, we haven't waited too long for that house. I think I've no. waited the most 35 minutes for it, which is crazy. Yep. And and the perk of that house is you can see the wait versus all the other ones where the lines right. and the are sort of <laughs> hidden. So I do love that benefit of it. So, Jamie, your number eight was the darkest deal. What's the deal with that? <laughs> so this has actually shot up quite a bit on my list. I would have to say this is probably in my top five now. This, I, you know what? I was really mad at myself. I had really low expectations for this one. Didn't really think I was going to be into it. And now looking back at it, I just can't believe that I didn't think I would be into it. I just think it's such a fun house. I love the music aspect that they follow. All of the scare actors that are in it are always just going so hard. They're so into it. The collector's awesome. Pine straw, pine straw spruce. Good old pine straw. I still can't get over that name. I can't even say it correctly. But honestly, I just feel like the storyline flows so well that you can tell room by room as you're walking through the house, which is one thing that I always really like about a house is when it has a good storyline. And you can tell what it is and pick up on it without actually having someone to tell you what the background of it is and the um sorry i got off track for a minute my little thing popped up on my laptop but the costume designing as well that they had for the collector and some of the other scare actors and stuff like that i think have just been really fun the all in all just a great all a great house it's definitely gone up on my list like i said it's probably up in the top five now really disappointed in myself that i had it so low yeah, and we'll and we'll talk about that or I'll, I'll talk about that when I get to it as well, because it's it is one of those weird houses that the rumor of it was for so long and it just it sounded like a very complex story. And we talked about that with Chucky, We're like how how do you properly tell this story mm-hmm. through a haunted house? And I think all reservations were were accurate, being that you know it hasn't really been done before so where where is it going to go from there so i'll swing back up to my list so my uh seventh house going into this uh event was blood moon dark offerings this has gone up this has definitely gone up for me i think that when we had talked previously about it and sort of referenced it almost as like the witch and like I had spirits of the coven in my mind with this house. I truly did. I, I was nervous. I wasn't sure if it would be different enough. I didn't know if it would stand out past that cult part. And, and to an extent I was right in some aspects where a lot of the characters are similar. So that is like one of the negatives, but I never in my wildest dreams imagined some of the stuff that was going to be in this house, you know, the little, town square with the maple maypole with the intestines like i would have never pegged that the little candle room the church cue scene uh there's a lot of stuff in there that i we talked about in our guess what's in the house episode but it just seeing it in person is much different and then the giant figure that they created on that finale scene of the all the pieces of the people together it looks like a giant you know morphed monster um sacrifice thing it's just super cool this has definitely gone up it is not in my seventh spot that is for sure uh it's probably top three if i had to if i had to really nail it down truly but and again reputation doesn't precede it it just doesn't get the love it always has the shortest lines i don't know if it's because of the location or just because like we said i think more of the general public 
is very IP based. Uh, they're not the people listening to Horror Nights podcasts. I wish they all were because if you go to the event, there's hundreds of thousands of people. So we could have a lot more listeners. But alas, they don't. It's kind of a one off for them. It's spooky season. They want to do some haunted houses. They come once a year and that's that's is what it is. But Blood Moon. Yeah, not at seven for me by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, Seamus, your number seven was The Last of Us. Where is that? So this is just like Chucky, unfortunately. Um, Just like with Chucky, I have I've only done this house once, and it's because the lines are just so incredibly long, and I don't I don't have the luxury of being able to stay till two o'clock in the morning and close it out. If if I could do that, I would totally do it. But because of that, I'm not going to wait. I'm not going to wait two hours to go through that house. I've done it once. Um, The one time I did it, it was it was cool. It was good. Um, I don't quite remember exactly what I was kind of talking about when we, when we did the hype list, but I, I don't think it, it's really giving me anything I didn't already expect. Um, it's the video game and it's basically scenes from the, from the game that, you know, those that have played it can call back to a little bit. I, I, I think we're getting, I think we definitely got more Joel and Ellie than I thought we were going to. I thought we were going to kind of get mostly the monsters and that's basically it. And generally those are the scare actors are all the, all the, you know, the monsters from the game, but Joel and Ellie do kind of show up quite a bit in it. And it's definitely their story. Um, but I think kind of like dragons, it suffers in that sense for me personally that, you know, it's it's built more for a TV show. Like that's what makes the TV show so good. Like I was saying before, is that you know it's built to give you the human element to that story, which is Joel and Ellie, not necessarily the monsters. The monsters are kind of there um, as a faceless bad guy, and for a house, you know, it, it, it they do what they have to, but I think it suffers from the fact that you really don't get much of a story with this unless of course you've played the game and you know the game. Uh, and I think that's why it's so busy is everybody that's played the game is super pumped that it's there or they watched the show and they're super pumped about the show. So they have something to get out of it. But for someone that, you know, generally likes the original ideas better, I'm usually looking for, you know, the whole package, you know, the effects, the, sh- the, the, the elements, the scare actors and the story that kind of feeds through all those elements. So, yeah, I mean, I don't think it's gone down. I don't. I don't think it's climbed very high either. I think it's probably going to sit right around that eight or nine spot. Unfortunately. Yeah, I can see that, and I, I we are a podcast that none of us are necessarily super attached to the property. So, I mean, that's just kind of where it's going to land for us. So, uh, Jamie, number seven for you going into the season was The Exorcist Believer. Where is The Exorcist today? So similar as to you and Seamus, this has actually gone up a lot higher on my list. It wasn't as low to begin with. It was kind of right there in the middle, but I was pleasantly surprised with this house. Like I had mentioned before, I never gotten to see an iteration of the Exorcist house. So I was kind of hoping for a little Easter egg or a little nod maybe to the original and stuff like that with the... uh The bell tolling when you walk in at the beginning is just about all you get, which is still pretty nice. But this, I feel like, is actually the house this year that you get genuine scares in. I feel like this is a genuinely scary house. Like Seamus had mentioned before, the scare actors in this house are just phenomenal. The one scene where the uh, 
priest is dousing the girl in the chair with the holy water. You could just never tell if it's a scare actor, if it if it's a prop, if it's a dummy. It just looks I so it was a dummy. realistic. I thought it was a dummy too. Very I, first, very first run through. I <laughs> thought it was. I thought I didn't realize it was a real it person. Really did. And, yeah. And they did not break character, and it was just so great. And every run that I've done through in this house, they never do, and it's just fantastic. There are certain scenes I think I've only gotten the scare once, but there's a scare in the bedroom where you're walking around that she's hiding behind the door and kind of peeks out and scares you a little bit, and that was a really good one. I'm interested, Nick, because I actually haven't done this house in probably like a week or two, so I do want to see, since we haven't seen the movie yet, like you had mentioned, you thought they'd added some new stuff. I do want to check that out tonight if i end up going to see if there's any differences that i spot since the movie releasing now but yeah this has definitely climbed a lot higher on my list than i had originally anticipated it's an all-around really good house really scary the only thing that throws me off i'm kind of, it's it's not as bad as it's been in other houses in the past years and stuff like that but i kind of have a sensitive stomach to like anything and the smell just really gets me sometimes especially Good after old poop smell yeah especially as, after a couple uh sin ciders it, it'll really get you yeah i keep your eye out on that very first room the market scene because i yeah. do think that there's new little posters and then even when you're walking into the the forest i think there's new lost like lost persons posters oh, um i could be wrong i i it might have just because i haven't been in into that house in the last couple weeks mm-hmm. of the event but they, they seemed new to me uh so for me going to my number six i had the last of us at number six it has gone down for me um i i kind of had it somewhere in that middle that middle range but i just i do feel like there was a lot of missed opportunities i think uh, limiting themselves to the one setting of Pittsburgh kind of took away. Um, I think what I would have wanted, I don't think my expectations are are realistic, but I would have thought a really cool scene would have just been like, there's no true like swarming scene. Like there's no scene that makes you feel like clickers are on every single side of you and, and something like that. It just, I think that was a missed opportunity. You know, you go through like a scene and you're like, oh, here's a clicker. Here's somebody that's infected. Here's one bloater. Here's one of this. You know, there's one scene where you get the double scare. But other than that, there's no big swarm scene, which is kind of some of the scariest moments in the the game and the series where you just feel completely helpless. Um, I don't remember the level in the game, but there was a level that you were kind of creeping around a museum of sorts. And I thought that would have been a cool addition had we had that scene and you could have clickers two or three just kind of walking around, not paying any attention to you. And then you hear an audio cue of something dropping and breaking. And then that would be the cue for the characters to look towards us as the guests and kind of rush in towards us. I thought that was a little bit of a, a cool room idea that was sort of left on the, the drawing room table. But yeah, for me, not being super attached to the property, um, it just kind of sits on the bottom little half of this of the, the event this year, uh, just being that it is so strong and I don't have that attachment, which is fine. People can wait two hours for it. I am not going to. I will go through that house at one fifty five in the morning if there is a walk on number Six for Seamus. Interesting. Okay, you had Dr. Oddfellow Twisted Origins. Where are we at with Dr. Oddfellow now? Yeah. Um, 
depending on what the others are, I, I'm already forgetting what my list, my hype list was. I'm kind of like learning it again as 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 you go through them. But um, it's it's not it hasn't gone down. I think this might stay kind of right in the middle of my final rankings. I like this house. I think it's pretty unique um, in certain ways. It's also kind of uh, we've seen some of this stuff before in others. Um, I feel like in some ways he's just another version of Jack. And I don't mean that in a bad way necessarily. Uh, I'm not saying that like that, that hurts it completely, but I think that he does suffer somewhat from that, the, you know, the clown sideshow thing. Like I think we've seen this somewhat before and I don't think it brings a ton new to the table other than the, other than the character of odd fellow himself. Um, but I don't think it's bad enough that it, that it's fallen heavily. I, I think that it's it's kind of right where I expected it to be. Like, yeah, this is cool. I can get down with this. This is some pretty interesting stuff. I think some of the set pieces are pretty cool. I think like the the headless clown or the guy pulling his head off. I forget exactly what he's doing, but there's like some of those funhouse tricks that that happen in it, which I think are kind of cool. Um, but other than that, I don't think there's anything in here that like completely like wowed it for me to the point where it like went way above and beyond what I was expecting or hyping. I can see that it does have a lot of just typical kind of scares uh, that you would expect in a circus themed house. So I, I do understand that aspect of it. The introduction of the new character is really cool, but yeah. they do have that ties of Jack where it is very circus themed. So you initially are going to have that in your brain already embedded. Like, it's, okay, similar. It's another one where like, I feel like some of the scares are really unique. And I think the scare actors are really doing a good job of, of working this house. I think they're not like, I feel like some houses suffer from the, from the same triggers where it's like, ah, ah, ah. And they do the same motion with their hand. Yep. And I feel yep. like in certain houses that kind of drags it down, which not to spoil anything of this episode, but there may be a couple of things I have about a couple houses. People might be surprised to hear, but like, I think that that kind of hurts some houses in the sense that like, there isn't, there isn't a lot of uniqueness in the scares. And I think that partially comes from, you know, what the scare actors are allowed to do versus what some of the characters are just doing. And I think that in certain houses like Oddfellow, I think the scare characters are really going, are having fun with it. And you can tell they're having fun with it. Uh, and they're doing different things, and a lot of our a lot of the scares are unique from other scares. Yeah, yeah, I I totally agree with all that. So, Jamie, number six for you. This is where you had Chucky Ultimate Kill Count. Where is that little redheaded bastard now? <laughs> I was. It's funny how Seamus said too. I honestly didn't remember. I was trying to look back in my notes and see if I had my hype list on there, but I kind of had forgotten what I had put in each spot. I would say. I do enjoy the Chucky house. I really do. Kind of how Seamus mentioned before as well, that I feel like they added a little too much to it. I feel like there was a lot going on, which as someone who enjoys something like that, a lot going on and all that kind of stuff, I just feel like it didn't really come off the way that they expected it to. I feel like it confused people more than following the meta storyline that they were going with. Personally, I really enjoyed the first season of Chucky. Not so much the second season. I kind of wish they would have just done it based on the show because there is some cool kill scenes that they do have in the house from the show 
that are actually really fun and pretty interactive, like the dishwasher scene where he's you see his little feet crawling under the dishwasher and stuff like that, and the hospital scene with all the needles and stuff. But I feel like this has just kind of stayed right in the middle for me. It didn't really go up. It didn't really go down. It's still a fun house. I enjoy it. I've gotten to do it a couple times. I don't think it's the highest on my run list, but still decently up there. But yeah, I probably think that little guy is going to stay right there in the middle. Fair enough. Fair enough. So cracking into the top five now. So top five going into the season, I had the darkest deal at number five. This was pretty, pretty high up there for me for the idea of something that sounded a little bit complicated. Um, But being that I had it at number five, it still had room to grow and grow. It did. This is it's tough. Like we're not even out of the season yet. So it's kind of hard to lock something down as like an all timer. Um, I do think it has the potential. The one thing for me that holds it back a little bit is, and I could be wrong, but it does feel at times a little short. Uh, Maybe that's just because two scenes are very similar being that it's both stage performance and then, we have a lot of cave scenes, so it does feel like there's not as much variety at times, but I just, the story is, is so well put together. You totally understand what's going on. Like pine straw has sold his soul to the collector. This is everything you asked for and more, you know, the deal is done right this way. It, it all lines up perfectly. So you're not confused by any stretch of the imagination. That was one of my biggest concerns was that it just might get a little jumbled. It doesn't. Uh, the design of the collector is amazing. I hope that that's a character that returns at some point. Um, but yeah, this was at number five. It has definitely gone up for me again, much like Blood Moon. It on any given night, I could say that this is in my top three, maybe my top two. Uh, the final verdict will be the the next two weeks of runs, and we'll kind of see where everything pans out. But that's where that was, and that's where it is right now. So Seamus, number five for you. This is where you had Yeti Campground Kills. What are we what are we doing with Yetis yeah. right now? So this is where it's gonna get hard for me when we do our final because my top five is all over the place right now. Um I think Yeti could conceivably jump up a couple spots. I'm not sure it'll jump up all the way to number one or two, but I really do like this house. I think it's fun. I think it's it's as campy as we expected it to be, no pun intended, even though it was entirely in- intended. Um, the tour helped. I think, you know, hearing it from, you know, a, from a lights on perspective, from a, you know, curtain down perspective, it it really does kind of fit into that theme of where they're going with the Yeti houses where it's like, hey, it's Yeti, but it's not Yeti. And we're just going to have a really good time with that. And we're going to, you know, play with the story a little bit, make you think. Um, Cause you know, let's be honest, the Eddies are the good guys in this house and it makes it so much better when you go through it with that in mind. Um, plus the scares are really, really good too. Like you wouldn't think they would be, but they're, they're phenomenal. And that fucking snake, it gets me every time. I know it's coming now. It still, and it still gets me. And, and, I'll, and literally I've said it before. Like, I don't know what we were talking about, but, Maybe we were doing we were going over the tour, but that if you have a scare or a jump scare in a house and it's something that I do not expect or I don't see coming, 
then it's you did you did your job, but you did a really good job because I remember the first time I went to that house and I'm sitting there like I'm just laughing at the fact that it's an outhouse and I'm pointing at the toilet seat and then out of nowhere that fucking snake comes flying up at me and spits water at me and I jumped probably a foot and a half in the air. Like that yep. got me so oh, yeah, good. And, and that and and that to me is the best. If that happens, then you've probably you've probably sold me. Um but yeah, it's going to be tough for me to kind of place these final top five because this house is really, really good. And the other four I've got in my top five are also really, really good. So I guess we'll find out. <laughs> but yeah, yeah no, I, I, love love Yeti. I really is... love Yeti. I do love Yeti. <laughs> this is where the true battle of, of mm-hmm. houses is be, is beginning. Uh, so Jamie, number five for you was Dr. Oddfellow's Twisted Traditions or Twisted Origin. Sorry. Where is the circus currently? So, funny enough, I wasn't as excited about this house. It was kind of right in the middle, same with Chucky and all that kind of stuff. I knew this would be more of the fun house. The more that I do this house, the more I absolutely love it. I feel like earlier on in the season, I didn't really get to do as many runs through this, but within the last couple weeks, I feel like this has been a house that we've been hitting every time we go, which is awesome. I've always enjoyed the carny style carnival aspect back in the day i was able to do some of the houses that jack had and stuff like that i did like chances playground 3d all that kind of stuff and i think what i really like about this with the differences is that solely i feel like the jack and chance houses that we had before were mostly just clowns sideshow clowns different iterations of clowns all the bright neon colors and stuff like that i feel like this gives me more of like that actual like freak show vibe that you would get from like american horror story freak show or something like that with all the different characters they have um the bullhead wearing the or the ballerina bullhead they have the big lion they have the um decapitated person that walks around and stands up which is such a fun scare i love that one they have like the the sea goat man or something like that that i finally got to see a a couple times which is super fun i just really like all the different characters you still have some of those clowns and stuff like that but i feel like they've really upped it in the sense that they didn't want to make it too similar to jack with just having straight clowns and whatnot and all that kind of stuff but i feel like this is more of the fun house that i didn't expect to get i felt like yeti was going to be kind of that campy fun house and it still is but i feel like i still get that from Oddfellows as well which is why i really enjoy it but i've still gotten some really good scares from it too yeah this definitely was like you kind of got what you were expecting and a little bit extra too so there was there's a lot of surprises and i'll talk about that house in just a little bit as well so my number four going into the season was universal monsters i was very excited about the choices i liked the whole you know, give the B guys a little bit of time to shine, right? We have the Phantom, we have Invisible Man, we have Hunchback, we have, uh, what is the, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. I was very excited for this. This has, it's tough to say it went up because it's at number four. And I don't know exactly what I'm going to be putting up in that top three. So we'll let's just say that it stayed, stayed the same with the chance of a slight improvement because, at the four spot, there's only so many places it can go. And it's not going down, that's for sure. Um, I do love this house. Jamie always gets mad when I point out the fact that, personal opinion, I think that I I would have enjoyed it more Don't had those invisible <laughs> and had those invisible man scenes gone to one of the other uh monsters just to kind of 
give them more life and have it breathe a little bit more versus the you know compilation style feel of it because the storyline is is pretty cool being that it's this whole Paris setting and stuff like that but personal opinion that's not fact that's just my opinion um because there were scenes that i think uh could have been in there that we didn't get and i that does disappoint me a little bit you know with with phantom you know i would have preferred it to not be three or four corridor scenes going through the different boxes box seats um i would have liked to see an actual organ being played or some big large-scale opera scene uh, with Dr. Jekyll, and Mr. Hyde, I would have liked to seen a laboratory transformation style scene. Um, and if that means losing the Invisible Man to get those two, I would have taken that trade in a heartbeat. Uh, I do love the Invisible Man, but I, I just would have enjoyed those scenes a little bit more for those other characters. But I mean, what else can you say? I mean, that facade is beautiful. You got the rain coming down. It just it sets the tone immediately as to what you're expecting. The hunchback on the bungees is just an all timer. That's just, that's going to go down. That's, that's up there with some of the best stuff that they, they've pulled off in monsters houses and they do, they have been timing off that little triple scare at the end, a little bit better. I think the monsters one from last year, uh, because the space you were in was smaller and the scares were more, mm, more intact with one another. It worked better last year, but I see what they're trying to do, and and they do get me every now and then on that triple scare because I'm just looking at one guy and another one pops out. So it's just job well done. Again, Universal Monsters continues to be on a uh, fast track to some of their, you know, I don't want to say easiest houses, but like it's just already there for them. It's a fastball down the middle, and they're just ready to smack that thing over the fence. So Seamus, your number four was actually Universal Monsters as well. So what do you have to say about Universal Monsters? It was garbage and it fell so far. No, I'm kidding, clearly. <laughs> um, yeah, like I said, this top five is going to suck for me because I love this house. And I know that everyone was expecting me to come in and be the party pooper again and be like, monsters are stupid. I don't like monsters. But as I stated before, if you can do the story right and you can make it feel authentic and it doesn't feel bloated, this house, this, these houses can be good. And this house, I, I love Blood Moon. Like, I love Blood Moon. I could potentially see this house finding its way as my number one. And wow. I, wow. I love Owen Wilson. I love wow. the setting. Wow. I love the setting of this of this house i love the french the french setting i love the facade in this house this might be my favorite facade of the year um and that may not be close uh i i love when you walk in and you can feel the mist the rain and the and this i forget what they called them but like the special scare actors that have like more of an acting role the guy up top the cop and he's yeah, yelling like at you role yeah or whatever they call it um the only thing about this house that does potentially drag it down a little bit for me is like nick was saying i think that and jamie unfortunately <laughs> you're gonna get ganged up on here i think that they could have done without invisible man and i know i know you you love him and i and i get it i think he's a great character i think it's hard to translate in a house they did what they could they did the best they could but that room that specific room with him in it and like the fake mannequins plus the the actors i just don't think it works it doesn't translate very well um it would be 
it would translate better if it wasn't like such, such a steady stream of people just walking through and you could time it better. I just think that because it's hard to catch it at the right time. Um, but the best part about that, about that area is the, is the arm that comes down from the top and, and gets people all the time. Like that, that, I that, that I can see where that's effective, but at the same time, like that one feels a little cheap. Um, but regardless, I think this house is phenomenal. I think they did a great job with this house, and the scare actors are having a wonderful time with it. Uh, I love um, Phantom, and I love Hunchback, and I think that helps. Is when you actually like feel like you you're into the characters, you like those characters, and you feel for those characters, and you can kind of put your emotions a little bit into those characters. I think that helps a lot. Uh, I'd even go as far. And Nick's going to disagree with me. But I'd go as far as say that I don't think you need. I didn't think you needed either invisible man or dr jekyll and mr hyde or what mr hyde what is it? mr jekyll uh, whatever whatever it is for whoever's yeah, who yeah. Whoever, <laughs> whoever's jekyll got their phd and whoever doesn't um yeah. i think you could do without those three and have this have had have this had this be just phantom and hunchback and i think it would have been just as good i really do uh i kind of wish they gave us more more hunchback to be honest with you i feel like hunchback was shortchanged a little bit i obviously he had the does he now? I'm, now I'm confusing myself. Is he Bungie or no? Or is that Phantom? The Hunchback is the Bungie. Hunchback is Bungie, right? Okay, yeah. So yeah. He, at least he has the Bungie room. But I feel like you could have done combined the Bungie with him swinging on the the bell. Yes. Rope, yep. And like does something like that, and I think that would have been even better. Um, but I don't think it hurts the house having those other characters. I think they still work pretty well, and that triple scare at the end is, you know, some of the best out of all the houses this year. So, so yeah, I mean, I'm not ready to say that it's my number one because I'm not ready to say that it is yet, but sorry, everyone who thought I was going to hate on it, just, just to hate on it. Like I, I, I really dig this house. I think it's, I think it's really, really good. Um, and it's, I, it's not going to stay at four. I don't think it will. So we'll, we'll see at my final rankings, but yeah. So go monsters, go monsters yeah. this year. You won Seamus over. <laughs> yeah. And I won't, and I won't disagree. Um, like you did, like you thought with the Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde. I'm, I'm a fan of kind of thinning these monsters out and and really getting their storylines across. Would, I mean, I don't mind the versus stuff. I just wish they would kind of narrow it. Stop trying to throw too many in at once. And I think that yep. that's where the last year it suffered was they were trying to ham too much in at once, and it got too convoluted. This one, there's too many characters. If if they would. If they would have cut it back and said one versus one or just one and the other, or just give me one solo monster, I think it would be even better. But that doesn't take away from it. I, I really don't think it takes away too much from it. No, no, definitely not. Uh, so, Jamie, you're number four. You had Blood Moon. Is the Blood Moon still rising at number four? Gosh, what a dumb, dumb, naive idiot I was to think that I could have this at number four. <laughs> this... I know, right? I thought it was higher than that. <laughs> <laughs> what an idiot. No, but I think you guys know by now that this is definitely not at number four anymore. This is actually very top of my list, definitely in my top three by now. If not, I, I do have a specific one at number one, and I think it's still the same as original, but I, I would have to say this might be my number two house, honestly. I just... Coming into it, what I had expected of it, I feel like is exactly what I wanted. I love the whole culty aspect, the whole old colonial style village aspect. I think they portrayed it really well. I feel like they worked so hard on the facade on this. The um, 
set design and everything is just amazing. It really feels like you're walking through an old colonial village during a blood moon rising cult and everything. Like you mentioned before, Nick, the maypole with the intestines is just awesome. The details with the blood moon rising in different parts of the house. The only thing I would have to say, and you said the same thing as well, I feel like a lot of the characters are very repetitive, which is kind of unfortunate because it is such a good house, but I do wish they had a little bit more variety in the characters that you could have. And I know for the scene and the setting that they're going for, it's kind of hard because there's not really many creatures or monsters, I guess, per se, that you could use, like you could use in other houses and stuff like that. But all around, this house is just knocked out of the park. I feel like this is just the epitome of a great original house for Horror Nights and I can't get enough of it and it's really a shame like you had said before Nick that this just gets such a low wait time consistently and I feel like it really is with the location I feel like that front location up by the Minions has just really disheveled a lot of houses in the past that have actually been good houses that have been put there yeah it's yes (laughs) I mean (laughs) you're the dumb dumb idiot I had it at seven (laughs) I'm I was way off idiot (laughs) yeah I mean I'm not gonna lie to you like out of all the surprises on our hype list I think Nick you having this as low as you did was really kind of what surprised me more than anything else because you're so big into like the New England like yeah that like feeling that theme like with like with um I think you would thought it would be more like the witch here yeah right I think I I get I get that I think that you felt like it was probably gonna be more like witch but yeah, I just feel like with the theming, it would have been something more up your alley. So I'm surprised that I'm less I'm less surprised that it's climbed as much as it has, but I'm also more surprised that you had it as low to begin with. Yeah, I think I just I, had we not had spirits the year before, I think I would have right. had a little bit more of an accurate read on this one going in. Yeah, but alas. Also, let me clarify: I wasn't agreeing that Jamie's a dum dum. I was just saying. <laughs> no, no, um, I am. <laughs> No, no. Well, I'm not saying it because I don't want people to be like, oh, Seamus hates Jamie. No, I don't. I, I didn't. I was not calling her a dum-dum. I was just agreeing that I, I'm surprised she had it as low as she did. Um, top three, man. This is where the battle really yeah, commences. Yeah, this is where it gets even harder, I think. This is the tough stuff here. All right, so number three. I'll kick us off. My number three was Dr. Oddfellow. I th- I think it's gone down a little bit and not by anything that this house does wrong. But because of the amount of stuff that other houses do right, uh, you know, I've already talked about monsters. I've talked about Darkest Deal. I've talked about Blood Moon. Uh, I, I just don't know if Oddfellow beats any of those out quite yet. Uh, so it's a slight downgrade for me on this house. I, I love everything about it, man. I love the fact that they even took that extra special care to light the the sprung tent up like a circus like those little touches are super cool the pre-entrance where you have to like walk through the cloths i like it it's just that little added feature where it's not a room there's not a character you know there's nothing but um like environment but it just it extends the house for you so it does make it that much longer um i the the little tricks that they pull in this thing the little goat guy is awesome that just the bizarre characters it's not just the strongman and the sword swallower or whatever it's it's the the bullhead in the tutu it's like i said the 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 double-headed lady uh, it's it's those yeah, house, little things it it felt more like an american horror story house than anything else yeah in a lot of ways yep. i think it had that wacky character design like you were just saying 
Yeah. Plus the music when you're kind of walking in, like that old timey radio music that's playing, and it's super quiet, and it feels like. For being at a theme park, it feels super barren when you kind of walk into this house. I think it fits where it is. Like the location yep. they put it at works so well because you're so you're far enough away from the majority of the crowd that like it kind of feels like you're at some backwater side roadside attraction side type show. thing. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and then just the the welcome to Odd Fellows. Like it's you know what you're getting yourself into. Um, I thoroughly enjoy myself every time I go through this house. It's a blast. I, the the characters probably when they got cast into this house took that as I don't want to say a promotion, but like it just felt like you just you you're in the icon house. That means something. Uh, And I think they know and appreciate that. And it definitely comes through every time you run through that house. So all all good things about this house. But unfortunately, other good things happened in other houses that just kind of piqued my interest a little bit more. So that just sort of where it, it, it falls by default. Uh, So Seamus, number three for you, you had the darkest deal. Pine straw still headlining your top three. Yeah, or what? So this one, this is hard because I like this house. I like it a lot. I think that they took a kind of obscure story in a way. I mean, it's not a super obscure, like no, not that anybody like wasn't one of those ones where nobody kind of knew what it was about. And it's like, this is weird. It's just, a, it was a unique story to kind of translate to a, you know, a haunted attraction, but I think it succeeded and it succeeded well I, I really do think it's it's a fun house uh i i think kind of like kind of like um uh odd fellow is for you it's like this for me it's gonna fall a couple spots but not so much because of what it does but because of what others do for me um more so and I think this is a great house. I don't quite understand why it's being talked about as like house of the year. Cause I still think there's houses that are better than it. And we'll probably have better. We'll have more votes for house of the year. I, I don't know. I just, I'm kind of like, it, it's, it's, it's kind of an enigma for me, like in, in certain ways. I think that it really works well in certain ways. And it does feel kind of um, like it's reusing scenes somewhat, but I don't know. I, I, it's definitely not three for me. I don't know why I'm struggling so much with this. It's definitely not it's three tough. with me. It's tough. Um, three is tough to crack But down. I can't say that it's it's so good that it stays top three. Because I think that, I, again, I love Monsters so much this year. I, just, I Compared to this, I think Monsters is better. And I think that, I, I, I know it's crazy, but I think Exorcist is better than it too. Um, it's yeah, it, that's it's tough, but I don't it's know. Tough. A lot of this is personal opinion, guys. So just keep that in mind. Yep. Um, obviously, we don't always have to agree on everything, but yeah, I don't know. I like it. Just I'm not sure it's enough to keep it where it's at. Yeah, the darkest deal is just like, and I said this is the one house where bad. I think that it was either going to be the house that kind of just blows everybody away and it's like wow like this is it or it was gonna be meh it's okay and i think it's following more in the meh it's okay category for me yeah um so jamie number three for you is yeti campground kills is that thing still killing it or what it's actually not still killing it i feel like yeti has (gasps) i know put it this way don't want to say it's gotten too much lower I'm going to leave it right in the middle. I would probably 
swap spots with Yeti and Dr. Oddfellow, I would say. Okay, I can see that. I would say Oddfellow has kind of beat out Yeti a little bit for me. Although, the last run that I had in Yeti last week when we went on Friday, last Friday, I want to say, we had a really good run through Yeti and I got some really good scares. The energy was super high with all the scare actors. It is that fun campy house, but it's it's hard to say because I feel like I do enjoy like the cryptids and all that kind of stuff and the woodsy aspect and the campy vibes, but... Kind of like how you guys were saying for Oddfellow, I feel like there's other houses that have done more for me than what Yeti has done for me, just to put it in a better light, I guess, because I don't hate this house at all. It's still definitely in my top five. It's a great fun house. I've gotten some good scares. I love the setting of it. I love the facade, but it's definitely got a little bit more down for me, and I've actually done a lot of runs in this house too, So, but like I said, not hating on the Yetis because I do enjoy them. All right. Well, I'm going to Yeti back right on you. Uh, Number two was Yeti for me as well. Um, Being in the two spot, I mean, it's tough. Like you really can't go up unless I say it's my number one, which it's not my number one. Uh, So I think just by default, it's going to be going down just a little bit as well. Um, I do think that the runs have been getting better. I do like that when you compare something like this to blood moon, obviously they're very different, but the, the, the negative of blood moon that we've mentioned is a lot of characters are similar. Yes. In Yeti, a lot of the characters are similar, but there is no repeating Yeti costume. Each Yeti is different, different in size, different in color, different in stature. Um, so even though they are the same creature, they don't look the same. And I really appreciate that they took the time to detail that out because it would have been, a little too samey for me. Uh, the campground vibes, they're there. That's like what I preached all off season. That was just something that I was attached to uh, from my personal life. I really enjoy it. And I still love this house. It does have that campy vibe. It has that scare and that fear factor as well. Uh, I just think the other stuff is kind of firing on all cylinders right now. Who knows? Maybe once the season wraps up and I can actually like put down pen to paper what my top 10 is maybe it's still up there in that top three um but i do just i do enjoy this house i don't think it's been overplayed at this point it's stayed fresh it's stayed relevant the scares in it are fun uh justice for baby yeti billy's an asshole yeah, billy's a little shithead yeah little bitch yeah, he needs to get it he needs to get and it. there's a bear how can and, we like and- hate a house that has a bear in it like an actual bear there's a bear hhn bear is there uh, there's just so much to love about this house. I mean, that little lake scene on the on the dock is just with the mirrors, ah, just beautifully things. crafted. Yeah, Sorry. yeah. What are those? What the hell is that? So so good. Um, but yeah, Yeti at number two has probably gone down, but again, by no fault of its own. So Seamus, number two for you, Stranger Things four. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. yeah. Um. I completely forgot I had this one super high. Um, unfortunately, I think this one's going to drop out of top five. I, I like this house. I think they're... They hyper-focused on it, making sure the story wasn't super convoluted. They picked the right parts of the show to include. But I think there is just so many positive things about a lot of the originals that this one just couldn't live up to what I expected from it. Um, and I think maybe I overhyped it a little bit because of what it is. It's, it's stranger things. It's season four. I really loved the, the season four. 
I, I thought it was probably the best season so far um, outside of maybe season one. But yeah, I don't know. The house just doesn't doesn't do wonders for me, but it's also not the worst house on property either. Um, but I am kind of surprised that it's not as high a weight as the other two IPs. I figure that like this one will be consistently higher weights than both of them. And by far the last of us has eclipsed it. So that completely surprises me, but yeah, this is definitely not two anymore. Um, but I can see it falling somewhere in the middle of my rankings. Yeah, this one, I again, looking through my list, I mean, I haven't mentioned it yet, so we know where it landed yeah, at. We know where this one is. Re-rankings. <laughs> um, and I'll, I'll talk about that momentarily. But yeah, everything you said, it's just, I mean, obviously, we're going to hype it up. It's one of my favorite shows. It's one of my favorite seasons of the, my favorite show. Like, it's there's a lot to hype up, and they had a lot to work with. Did they use everything that they could have? We'll discuss that in a moment. Uh, uh, Jamie, number two, we're going right into it. So Stranger Things volume four for you or season four. I was just that I remember it. I'd put this at number two. So looking back at my rankings now, I would probably swap through Stranger Things and Blood Moon. I think Blood Moon would take my numbers two spot over Stranger Things and Stranger Things would go down to number four. I was really, really hyped up this season, as were a lot of us. And don't get me wrong, I really enjoy this house. I've gotten to do it maybe three or four, maybe five times now. So not as much as I would have liked to, but more I definitely thought more than I definitely thought I was going to be able to do this season with how the weights have been and stuff like that and not having express and whatnot. But I just feel like I was a little bit let down. I feel like I had a lot of expectations for different scenes in this house that weren't there, unfortunately. And I know that they wanted to go with a, st- a certain storyline and that they obviously couldn't implement every scene. But I'm going to say it right now. The house in Hollywood that they did for Stranger Things, I feel, is I wish what they could have had here. If we had that setting that they have in Hollywood, I feel like I would enjoy it more. And this would possibly be at my number one. I feel like it looked fantastic over there. A lot of the scenes that Nick and I had mentioned in some of our predictions of what was going to be inside the house episodes, I feel like they have a lot of that over there. The only negative that I would say with this house that kind of puts it a little bit lower for me is that... I still somehow just either maybe I just go through through the runs on bad times or right after the cast change or maybe I just miss them with how the line is being pushed through and stuff like that. But I just feel like I haven't really seen that many characters other than Vecna, Max once or twice, I think Robin and then Lucas. Other than that, I and Eddie, I'm sorry. But other than that, I wish you would get to see more of Dustin other than the trailer scene when they're on top playing guitar and stuff like that i wish you would have gotten to see more of i think i saw steve maybe once if he was even in it just wish you got to see more plethora of characters and maybe that it would have followed a different storyline so that's why it went a little bit down for me yeah and that is a thing um it's not you necessarily missing them because i have noticed that the characters are besides let's see besides vecna eddie and eleven Mm -hmm. I believe every character is in one location once. Like there is only one Robin. There is one Max. Gotcha. There is one Lucas. Dustin is in only in that scene on the trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, so like it, they used a lot of 
a, each character has kind of their own room, but there's not multiples of them often. So I, I think that's just yeah. what they fell on. So I'm just going to jump right in. That's where I had Stranger Things. I had Stranger Things 4 at number one. It's just like I said, it's one of my favorite shows. It was my favorite season of said show. I don't know if we necessarily got everything we wanted, but it has a lot of those high points. I mean, you wanted Eddie on the trailer playing guitar. You got it. You wanted the Chrissy wake up scene in the trailer. You got it. You wanted the running up the hill and the upside down with the clocks and Vecna's. You got it. Um, the, the stuff that fell a little bit for me is a lot of those rooms just having the tarps or, you know, the, the sheets essentially kind of hurt it. Um, you know, in the scene with the, the trailer and they're playing on top of the trailer, Eddie and Dustin, it, it sort of feels fluid there like that. It sort of makes sense because it extends it. Um, but there's one little nook in there where it's like just a clock on the ground and it has the black tarps. I'm like, ah, that's a little cheapy. Uh, there's like the scene with the woods and stuff and they're there again. And it's just like, trees printed on the screens or whatever and like that's a little cheapy like this is your big ip this is your draw like this is not the one to be taking shortcuts and unfortunately that that hurt it now one of the big things that helped it is like i mean if you're a character and you get cast into stranger things four i'm sure you just like stoked like you you love these characters you already know who they are you know if you get cast as 11 you know who 11 is you know you don't have to you know, create some weird backstory for some cultist in blood moon. You know, you get to just be those characters. And I think that they, they cast it spot on like the Eddie's kill it. Lucas kills it. 11 kill it. Like they all are perfectly cast for those characters. And the cast loves this house. I know they do. I can see it in, in how they, how they scare when we go through, um, you know, just the Rob, the Robins are like, it just spot on perfect. I'm like, Oh, is that, is that Maya Hawk or Mia Hawk or whoever her, the actress's name, but Maya it's just, Hawk, you're right. Maya Hawk, Maya Hawk. And I'm like, wow, is that her? Um, Which, no, it's not, but they just nailed it. Can I just but say that it, like, it will move down for me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, again, everything you said, it, it makes a whole lot of sense. Um, because I agree with most of it, but, um, I have to say, uh, this is completely unrelated, but we're talking about her. I had no idea that Maya Hawk was Ethan Hawk's daughter. Yep. Sure and, uh, Uma it's it's Uma, Uma Thurman, Thurman and Ethan Hawke. Yeah. What a I'm what a powerful head. family. God, I just I just love them all. She's, well, she's got the genes of the best of the best. Big Ethan Hawk fan for those of you listening. I'm who stupid did not know. because <laughs> I should have known that, but I didn't know that. So <laughs> oh, well. it's, it's it's definitely a, a weird thing that I I don't know when I picked up on it, but it was I was like, oh, that makes sense because like I can get both of those looks from her. Oh yeah, yeah for um, sure. But yeah, so Stranger Things at one, it's not going to stay at one. It's going down. I'm not going to be that much of a stand to fuck my rankings up just to prove a point. Um, Seamus, number one for you, Blood Moon. Blood Is it Moon. The number one spot. Um, yeah, I I can't hit. I can't lie. I hate. I love this house. Uh, I knew I was gonna like it from from the get go. I th- I think that it just sounded like this is exactly where I typically go for or go to for for you know my top houses. Um, but as I said before, I think that's gonna be a fight for the last com- you know for the top five. I think this. I think there's some really good. There's some really really good originals with a really surprising 
IP that are all going to vie for my top five. Does that mean Blood Moon falls from number one? I I don't want to say yes yet um, because I love this house. Uh, I, I loved this house before we did the tour. I love this house even more after we did the tour. I think it's wild that they built everything with like period accurate tools and did everything period accurate just fucking because just because we're like hey we're so universal random we're, we're just gonna do this it. because 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 we're we're who we are like i think it's wild that you do that but i also can appreciate the dedication too um but overall i love how you know we were hearing things in the tour that I was picking up on. We were going through it the first couple of times when the park, when, when, when the event opened, like how you can walk in and you see the, it looks like a village square and you can see parts of the square from other parts of the line. It doesn't feel like you're just following, you know, a wall to wall maze and that you're constantly somewhere new. It feels like you're walking around a village. And I know that seems well, what, what's the big deal? I mean, yeah, it's pretty cool. No, no, I mean, you don't understand. Like, it really feels like they transformed a soundstage into a small village full of creepy-ass cultists looking to murder you. Um, I love the Blood Moon. I love what they did with the Blood Moon, the tricks they did with the Blood Moon, where, like, you don't see one behind you, but you're supposed to see it in the windows, and when you're walking through the building, you see it outside the window. Like, it just it feels so authentic. Um and I get the same feeling from this house that I did from Pier. I think I get the same. This brings me back to my New England roots. I've, you know, I, I, I've been to little villages that look like this. I've been to parts of the world where the trees change colors and the moon is huge and it feels like a fall night. Like if you've never experienced a New England fall, you've never experienced fall before. I'm sorry. I don't care. Where else you've been? If you haven't been in New England during fall, you've never experienced fall for the you know in reality, like what a real autumn feels like. So I recommend doing that at least once. But um, yeah, I love this house, and I don't want to say that it's going to fall from number one. But I just I don't know. I feel like part of it, part of part of me wants to say it's going to stay number one. Part of me thinks that it may fall, just judging how I like certain other houses i think this house the only thing it suffers from and i stated earlier there are certain houses that suffer from this the samey scare i think a lot of the triggers in this house some of them are really really unique but a lot of them are also the same thing and they come out and they wave a like that 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 samey that 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 knife noise you hear everywhere else um but yeah, I don't know. Other than that, other than that, yeah, it, it, I don't know. I'm not ready to. I'm not ready to say that it's falling out of number one spot. But I, I think that it might. I think it might drop one or two spots just based on how I feel about other houses. But again, at the end of the day, I love this house, um, and I could totally see it vying for for house of the year. So I guess we'll see. But yeah, that's been a. Um that house is just tried and true and it's just it's tough to say it's it's gonna go down a notch it really is because it's just it's doing everything right but again you just know that sometimes it's not what did that house do wrong it's what did the other houses uh do right and that's just you kind of that's just kind of what happens so uh jamie 
did you uh number one you had universal monsters unmasked is the universal monsters still there for you can you guys hear me okay i was having a little technical difficulty yes i can hear you okay perfect perfect Universal Monsters at number one. Nothing's changed, buddies. It's staying right there at number one. I absolutely adore this house. Every time someone asks when I'm at work or anything like that, they're like, so how's Horror Nights been? What's your favorite house? And I'm like, Universal Monsters by far. I just think that it's everything that I anticipated it would be. All my expectations have been exceeded. It's just such a beautiful house. The scare actors are phenomenal. They really get all up in your face. Specifically, the one phantom that's in the uh, in the sewer like kind of area that you walk through that has like the little like grates and stuff like that in the stairs with the dead body on it. He's been <laughs> reaching out lately with his hand like right at your throat, getting right there. And I just, oh, I love it. It just gets me every time. It's so fun. But I just... I can't say enough about it. I don't want to keep going on and on about it. You guys knew I was going to love this house. I do love it. I really think it has a good chance of getting House of the Year this year. Again, another Universal Monsters win. It's it's fantastic. And I know how you guys said that you don't think it needed some of the characters, which I understand. I do kind of wish that they did a little bit more with the room that they had for the Invisible Man specifically because... Like you said, it's just a, a couple different mannequins with the black curtains on the wall, which is a little disappointing, but it's still very fun. And the scares that we have gotten at the end, the triple scare that you guys were talking about that we've gotten to see a little bit more, it's actually gotten me a couple times. And if you line it up really well, because I think I've done it before where there's been a cast change where I think the Invisible Man was missing or the Phantom was missing, but when you hit it, they they really hit it. And it's just fantastic. I have probably ran this house probably this one and exorcist more than any of the other ones i think at this point and i just can't get enough of it it's a great house and it's definitely going to stay at my number one probably for the continue of the season too yeah yeah and we will revisit these uh final rankings but that's just kind of a current hype versus reality we wanted to revisit some stuff as to you know where did we have it previously and where is it now so before we get out of here we got a couple more little things so up down these are just kind of categories of different things that maybe has have risen for us over the the recent days or weeks since we've we've last touched on this um i have two of each and that's it this is a very quick little segment so we don't have to go into depth but the ups for me right now pizza skulls i finally found them i finally figured out where they were with only two You're weeks welcome. left <laughs> oh man and i went to go get one last night and they were all out i waited too long to get my pizza they were skulls. out yep they were all out of wow. the pizza skulls um yeah so that was it was that was the downer but the up is i know where they are so i will be there to find them and the up i put was the exorcist changes it was really cool to see that there was some possibly slight changes i you know i can't really confirm it necessarily but i think they were a little bit new did anybody have anything that's recently kind of gone up for them in the last couple weeks I would say i don't really have too many i feel like it's always hard for me to think of the up downs but maybe um, well an up i think a week ago or maybe a week and a half ago they were completely sold out in the park of the sin siders and i was really disappointed but they brought them back so i guess that's kind of an up which is nice and the poutine the vegan burnt ends poutine has exceedingly gone up every time i've tried it i've had it multiple times now it's probably the best vegan dish that they've had 
at Horror Nights in a while. It's so good. I feel like every time I get it, it just tastes better and better. Hmm. Yeah, I don't really have anything. I mean, I don't have any ups right now. It's been I've I haven't been at the park since two Sundays ago. Um, but I think my only down would be. I, it does feel like they're selling out of out of a lot of shit, and and that's good in a certain way. It means they're popular. It means they're you know they're making money, and it means this this is going to be a healthy event for years to come. But it does kind of suck that like you can't get like the ravioli can at this point. Like if you don't have enough to get you the season, you know something you know something on your logistics end fucked up. Like you didn't you didn't order enough stuff, and I feel like it sucks that like you don't. You don't have enough for something to last the entire season, uh, and that's kind of rough. But other than that, I don't really have anything else that I think is super down right now, except maybe the the wait time for Last of Us. That was one of my downs. Was the Last of Us waits? Yeah, <laughs> so I do want to get in there at some point down. again, but it's just, yeah, it's just kind of consistently there. And then the other one is the whole hog. I always get it and I always realize that I don't necessarily enjoy it as much as I think I do. And I get about halfway down and then it just doesn't taste better as it gets warmer as other beers sometimes like are are a little bit better. But I get whole hog every single night and every single night I'm halfway through. and I'm like, damn, I don't really like this beer that much. So that's just the down on me, essentially. Um, horror movies of the week. What have we watched? If anything, I don't I haven't watched a movie, but I have started to watch uh the fall the house of usher on netflix i am probably halfway through that series now um but if you're a fan a fan of mike flanagan if you're a fan of any of the hauntings the haunting of bly manor haunting a hill house uh check it out because this thing is just super super cool but check it out if you haven't it's on netflix Netflix, Netflix, never mind yeah yep it's it's just another mike flanagan classic man his guy just doesn't miss so Um, good but yeah, what has um, Seamus? What have you have you watched something yeah, recently? Or? Actually, I did. I watched um, Lords of Salem for the first time the other night. Not a nice. new movie. Um, this is this it's it's a this is kind of a funny one for me. It's I, I don't think people really like it. I've heard for the most part it's pretty negative. Like from, I like it. I, and that's the, yeah. Well, no, and that's the thing. Like I actually really enjoyed it. I thought it was a pretty good movie. Mm-hmm. I think it's Sherry Moon's best performance in anything he's done with her. Um, oh, yeah. And that's, you know, saying quite a bit because I know that famously everybody says the same thing about Sherry Moon Zombie. Like, she's only there because she's Rob Zombie's wife and she gets to be in these movies because of that. But I think this is a, I think this is a really good performance from her. I think she did a really good job in it. And um, it's a little weird. It's definitely a Rob Zombie movie. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, you're mm-hmm. gonna get a ton of Rob Zombie in this. It's grungy. It's nasty. Even being based in fucking Salem, Massachusetts, it still feels like it's based in fucking some grunge, grungy roadhouse in Texas. Um, <laughs> you still get that feel from it. And look, nothing wrong with that. If you're down with Rob Zombie, I think this is probably one of his better movies. I really do think so. I I, I like this one better than I liked. Um, what was the third movie in the trilogy was it the, the three, th- from hell. three from hell i like this better than the three from hell um and i potentially like this better than devil's rejects i think this is a whoa whoa, whoa. yeah I, i'm telling you <laughs> I, I'm, I'm telling you i think this is a, i think this is no really it is good. a fun one it's good i think it's a really good movie it's different it's definitely different and part of it's because i'm from new england i'm from massachusetts mm-hmm. i i, I 
I kind of get where some of this, where, where some of this, you know, some of the theming comes from in the setting, but I, I liked it. I, I, I didn't, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with it, but yeah, it was pretty good. It's on Hulu. Did I watch it on Hulu? No. What did I watch it? Oh, so, no, it's on Shutter. On Shutter? I was going to say, I think I saw it on Shutter yeah, recently. It's on Shutter. Yeah. Oh, were you waiting for me now, Nick? Sorry, I didn't know if you're going to go back to your little up next. But uh, this week, we last week, I take that back, we recently started watching the new Goosebumps series. So not a movie, but a show. Um, I'm actually really enjoying it. I was a little nervous because I feel like a lot of the new age series and films that they kind of try to readapt and stuff like that is usually a little bit more targeted to a younger crowd that I'm not necessarily a part of anymore because I'm getting older, but I'm really liking it so far. It is a little corny, which is okay because the original Goosebumps are a little corny too, but I'm really liking how they're tying in a lot of the different stories. You can kind of pick up on some of the different nods and the odes to the original Goosebumps, like with Slappy, uh, Cuckoo Clock of Doom, uh, the Haunted Mask and stuff like that. So it's been a really fun watch so far. And Justin Long, I'm your biggest fan. I love him. He's good in everything that he's in. So it's it's been pretty fun so far. Yeah, I do. I do enjoy that series. I got to actually sit down and focus on it because we've had a wild week. We've had weddings. We've yeah. had new shows I need to watch. We have HHN. We had trivia. I need to go play Spider-Man because I'm jonesing. Uh, <laughs> there's just been a lot going on this last week or so. And well, I don't think it's going to die down anytime soon until HHN wraps up. But that is all we have for this week. Coming up soon, we will be doing our annual HHN awards show. It's always a fun one. It's always a big one. So be on the lookout for that. It's probably going to be in a couple weeks once the season finally goes to sleep and we wait 10 more months for it to start back up again i know i know sad depressing stuff but we still have a couple more weeks to enjoy the fog so until next time this is nick this is muted seamus (laughs) (laughs) and this is jamie happy haunts you know it's halloween i guess everyone's a type of one good scare and again i would just like to thank vampire stepdad for letting us use his music for our intro and outro music so if you would just go check him out spotify facebook again that is vampire stepdad